chatting with Alex Bondarev, lead singer and guitarist for the group Conversing with Oceans. In this episode, learn how the pandemic has impacted his life as a musician and what he's been up to this year. Welcome to the Eat, Sleep, Breathe Music Podcast, where we talk all things music. I'm your host, Jeanette Kinzel, music blogger and enthusiast. Let's get started with today's episode. Before we jump into the episode, here's a little background on the band. Looking from his rock past to explore new sounds and musical landscapes, songwriter Alex Bondarev started conversing with Ocean back in 2016 as a solo project. Bondarev's narrative begins in Grozny, formerly of Russia, when the unrest of war led him and his family to immigrate first to India and then to the Bronx. Having music as his anchor from an early age and as a self-taught musician, he started the band A Moment's Worth with his best friends from grammar school. A Moment's Worth's brand of optimistic rock resonated with audiences as they made front-page news of New York press, won the first college battle of the band, and won the Elfenworks Social Justice Award for their song Dedicate. Conversing with Oceans combines a devotion to melody with Bondarev's characteristically introspective lyrical style, making it a more authentic version of Bondarev's voice. Collaborating with the team behind the Grammy-nominated A Color Map of the Sun by Pretty Lights, he spent the majority of the band's first year in the studio honing new songs while steadily growing their audience at some of New York City's most trusted venues. Conversing with Ocean's first single, The Gold Rush, led to a one-on-one showcase with Randy Jackson at South by Southwest and quickly followed with a global distribution deal with Sony's The Orchard. His debut EP, Past, Present, Future, premiered on Atwood Magazine and featured a collaboration with the Grammy-nominated John Forte, who co-wrote and produced Fuji's groundbreaking LP, The Score. Conversing with Ocean's follow-up EP, Indie Films, planted them a homepage feature on iTunes and Apple Music. Indie Films was followed by the third EP, Trilogy. This EP was produced and engineered by Tim O'Sullivan and also climbed to the top of the Hypem popular charts. Today they are a fully evolved indie rock band consisting of Bondarev on lead vocals and guitar, Daniel Castell on drums, along with two of his former A Moment's Worth bandmates, founding member Chris Vergone on lead guitars and John Endico on bass. Now that you have a little background on the band, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome, Alex. Thank you. For anyone who, you know, is not familiar with you, if you want to give a little background on Conversing with Oceans and your, your musical sure. journey. Absolutely. So, uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for supporting our music for the amount of years that you have. It's, it's really been a long time and you've always been, like any releases we've ever had, you've always been incredibly kind and incredibly uh, just supportive about getting it out there and sharing this music and doing write-ups on, on it. Like, for as long I can't, you know, for as long as I've known you. So thank, thank you for that. That's like huge for artists uh, these days, and, and just just in general, like to to have that kind of support. You have no idea how much that means. So well, you guys thank you are for awesome. doing that. Um, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I guess we met through a moment's worth first, right? Yeah. Yes. So a moment's yeah. worth was and is. I mean, my band with my best friends who I grew up with in the Bronx. Basically, my story is that I, I came to the Bronx from Russia when I was eight years old didn't know any English. My parents kind of started their lives over here. Music was right away something that really helped make sense of the world growing up around me. So it played such such a big influence in my life. The artists I listened to and then 
picking up a guitar when I was 12 to then, you know, meeting the guys in seventh grade that would be my band till now, essentially. So yeah, music has been everything to me. We uh, grew up in the Bronx underground scene, playing rock concerts there, playing shows on the East Coast, especially more so in the Northeast. And conversing with Oceans was kind of like an offshoot uh, of that, where I just took my own personal style and, and tried to experiment a little more, tried to dive deeper into the lyrics. Because when you're in a band a long time, what happens is your your sound starts to get defined by, by that band, which was great. And, you know, this, it was everything for me. It was my foundation. But at a certain point, I needed to experiment and see what I could do creatively uh, on my own, who I was as an artist. So that's kind of how Conversing with Oceans began. And today, you know, I play with um, uh, Chris, who started A Moment's Worth. Um, back then, it was Dibs on Anthony with me. I play with Danny, Johnny, who's in A Moment's Worth as well. So it kind of took on a life of its own. Um, but I, I still have that, 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 um, room because you know it did start off as a as a solo project to kind of bounce around different projects uh different um sounds uh work with different collaborators in a way that um i didn't really do much as a moment's worth and, and so i'm grateful for that you know growth from this project to the next um and thank god you know we've had a such a strong support base and community with a moment's worth and that kind of carried over into conversing so that's that's my story into in a nutshell basically I can't remember exactly how we, I got into your band, but I remember seeing you guys a lot in the city back in like, I think yeah. maybe early 2000s. I remember seeing you, I think you played at like Angels and Kings when they had all those, um, yes. the No One You Know productions and they had a lot of really great yes. bands, yeah. all the acoustic shows. Yeah. And then I remember Conversing with Oceans came out. How would you compare experiences you had with that versus with uh, Conversing with Oceans? Versus in moments where I think yeah. it's been very different. I mean, actually, it's funny that you mentioned um, Angels and Kings because we played a bunch of Angels and Kings shows that, that Keith and, and No One You Know put on. And and Vinny uh, Caruana from uh, I'm the Avalanche and Movie Life used to play those with us. Yeah. And so we just did a song with him um, in Conversing with Oceans. Um, he, we did the song 439 together. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it, that's funny. It's like in the music world, and I, I feel like in the world in general, it's so funny. There's all these little links. Things really do kind of come full circle. And that was one of those moments because I, I grew up listening to Vinny and his bands grew up playing shows together. And now we finally got to work together in this project. So there's definitely some overlap. I think the main thing in common is that I'm still like a rock singer songwriter at heart, right? But with conversing, I've been able to basically work with artists in all different types of genres, whether it's hip hop, dance. We worked with a jazz pianist. I've had kind of the freedom to, because we're not so, you know, A Moment's Worth was pretty much more or less pop punk rock, alternative pop punk rock. Those were genres, and, and we didn't stray too much away from that. But with conversing, not having those labels or, or not feeling the kind of pressure, not even pressure, but, you know, like what I said earlier, our sound was defined by the band playing together. Not having that as much gave me the freedom to, okay, let me write a pop song or, and work with this artist who's yeah. in a totally different genre and have those different experiences. Like in South by Southwest, with Conversing with Oceans, I was able to play a solo hip hop show, you know, and I was literally mm -hmm. the only performer, you know, with a guitar and and, and, and a microphone and, and backing tracks at a show full of hip hop artists. Whereas with A Moment's Worth, I don't think our sound anyway would let ourselves to that experience as much. So there's been a little more flexibility and creative freedom for me as an artist to, to try out different hats. Do you find that you like one 
particular genre of music? Do you find yourself going back to certain things? No, I mean, generally, like I said, the main thing, I'm at my core, I'll sit down with a guitar and write a song. I'm a rock singer songwriter, mm-hmm. but it's nice to be able to see what, when I'm, when I'm writing a song, aside from the angling I have when, when it first comes to me, it's like, okay, maybe, maybe this, this, this is the style it's going in. I always let the song kind of take me where it will. So if as I'm playing the music, I hear keys or uh, maybe like an EDM beat over it or just some reggae drums or a- anything like that, I'll kind of let the music and the message, the feeling of the song guide me along. So I wouldn't say I have a, a favorite genre other than my bass is probably almost always like rock, pop, indie singer, songwriter. That's where I start from. But then the end point is who knows? That's the fun part. Yeah, of it. <laughs> I, I love it. And it surprises me every time. And that's why I'm so passionate and I love songwriting so much because you seriously, you, you don't know. Um, you may think it's going to go one way and it just goes a totally different way and it blows you away and it's and it's even better than you than you could have imagined it. Definitely. And I know you've been been inspired by everything that's going on in the world right now. I saw earlier, well, I guess last year in April, you had wrote that song to rally everyone and just help also raise money for the frontline responders. That was really cool. Yeah, thank you. I mean, honestly, that's such a nice and meaningful part of the music. I feel like if if we have a platform and we can raise some kind of awareness or raise funds doing what we love, then, you know, that's all for it. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It was a scary time, right? Starting out, the world was essentially flipped upside down. People were going back to work to support their families at a time where it was very unsafe. It's still, you know, it's still, we're still there more or less, you know, and it's still, still so many changes that we have. Absolutely. If you're like a frontline worker who's been working this entire time throughout this pandemic my hat's off to you completely for me as a music enthusiast it's been kind of stressful and sad not being able to go see music and i I can't even imagine for people who are musicians how have you been dealing with that that's that part is hard i think on the february 23rd it was exactly one year since i played on a stage which is the longest time i've gone without playing since i was a kid you know since i and that hit me because it's like this weird time warp with this past year where it feels both like the quickest time like i feel like we just feel like what it's been a year and at the same time like everything we've gone in through it feels like it's been forever you know it's it's like this really kind of double-edged thing it's been hard but we're adapting and i think it's so important to keep our eyes on the light at the end of the tunnel which is eventually we're going to get back there yeah during this time, there there are so many things. Thankfully, I was able, like, thank God, I, I you know I was able to uh, maintain a job and provide for my family. There's so many touring musicians that just cannot do that because that is their sole income. You know, yeah. uh, so many people in that boat, and and it's much harder for for them in this scenario than it is for me. Not even musicians, uh, any like anybody in the restaurant business, or so many people right now that have just been completely shut down in this economy that's much scarier so for for me i try to really count my blessing and try to focus on the fact that i could still make music i could still produce there are certain things that i could still you know use my platform for make content and really build on you know this time in a different way innovate adapt we did a concert with rockwood music hall last year that was just live stream and we were able to raise money for all the venues the music venues that are being shut down right now and everyone in, in the, the music industry, um, in, in the live music industry, especially who hasn't been working all this time, just counting my blessings and trying to figure out ways that I could facilitate and help the rest of the community that's hurting so much more than I am. So how do you balance everything? You're married, you have kids, you have a full-time <laughs> job. And so how do you throw yeah. in the music? <laughs> that's a good question. I was actually just recently talking to a, a very talented friend about that. 
because he's about to have a kid and, you know, he's balancing a job with his music, takes his music very seriously, does it with a lot of heart and a lot of commitment. I don't want to shout him out on this, but what, I don't know. The, like the, the long and like the short answer to this long, difficult question is, I don't, I don't know. I just, I think all we could do is try to like put one foot ahead of the other. I, I try to schedule as much as I can, you know, like we had this interview today. So I, whatever I could do to make that happen, it was going to happen because it's like this, this stuff is always a priority to me, getting, getting the music out and awareness of this music. Just that's always the top priority. And so is family. So is work. And I think just being aware to get older now that time is finite and we really have to focus on the things that matter most. If you cut out a lot of stuff like, you know, social media browsing, watching TV or, you know, there's so much stuff that we do that we think is essential that that's really not. It's not contributing to our dreams, to our happiness, to our overall sense of fulfillment. That if if you kind of put those things, at least on the back burner and focus on, okay, what's what's the next step towards my goal? Okay, I know I I have to work today, but I'm also working on this song. Can I get up a little earlier and, and make some progress on this mix or, or, or sit with this progression or practice my instrument, you know? So it's just carved, like I found that it's just carving out a little bit of time each day towards the things you're passionate about. And you'll make a lot more progress that way than if you think, okay, I have to devote the next three months to this project alone and do nothing else. I think I'm, I'm all about like baby steps, doing the, the, the smallest thing you could do to get started. And then see, sometimes you'll surprise yourself. Sometimes I'll, I'll sit with something and what, what I'll think is like a five minute thing actually turns out being like an hour long project. And I'm like, wow, look at this thing that, mm. that came out of this. Other times it's nothing, but it's, it's just a uh, Stephen Pressfield who wrote the war of art has this great approach to these things, which is be a professional, right? So whatever you do and you do seriously, like just show up every day and do the work. And I, I'm a firm believer of that. No, that's great. That's really great. So anything in the works? Yeah. So right now I'm really trying to perfect the whole process of a song from like starting to writing to production and mixing and mastering and putting it out there so we have a song coming out very soon that 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 i actually just submitted yesterday and i'm just trying to be very mindful and very consistent with building a body of work that will outlive me you know that that'll that my kids will one day hopefully be able to sit down and listen to these songs and be like oh wow this is, this is what my dad thought about and, and wrote about. And, you know, this, this is who he was as a person. Um, if, if it does that for them, then my job is done. If it does that for more, more people than them, then, then I'm the most lucky guy in the world. So that's, that's, that's yeah, my thing. I've, I've just been really focusing on, on crafting songs, getting them out there and, and just, just putting one, one, one out after the other. So what would you say is kind of like an inspiration for you? How does your yeah. process start? That's a big mystery for me because <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, you know, no, it's, it's, it's so elusive. Like I, I can find inspiration in just, just about everything. It could be a conversation that I have with somebody where somebody opens up to me about, you know, a tough time they're going through. The recent song, the, the most recent song we had, it's not, not really a song, but a track. It's kind of sort of a spoken word was I, I had a conversation with a good friend who's having a really tough time that day, you know, and, and he has been during this time. And, and then throughout that day, I had multiple conversations with the same people where they were, where, where they were echoing that same sentiment of like, man, like life is really beating me down right now. And I don't know what to do. And I don't know if it'll get better. And I just literally like after having those experiences, just opened up my notebook and was like, all right, let me write a letter to them and, and, and tell them how I see them, you know, just holding nothing back. Let me just let it flow 
on a piece of paper and, and, and tell this friend what I really wish they felt deep down in their spirits. Um, and that's how that song came together. Other, other ideas I have come from dreams or movies or shows. Um, I did things that, that just randomly pop into my head. So it's, it's one thing I'm very, very grateful for. And I try not to, um, I try not to focus on where, you know, where exactly what the thing is that, that, that sparks it every time because it's so, it really is so elusive. Like what sparked it one time may not happen the next, you know, but my main approach to that is when we do get that feeling as artists or creatives, it's like, Oh, this is a cool idea. I can maybe make something of this is to listen to that. Like wherever it comes from, it doesn't really matter. But when you get that feeling, it's like act on it. That that's really the, the main muscle you want to develop. That's great. And what's the, you were, you had mentioned something that you recently put out. What is that title? Yeah, or? it's called Again. Yeah. And it's, again, it's very, again, it's very <laughs> different from uh, anything I've ever done because in a moment's worth, I don't think I'd be able to put out like a rock speaking over a rock track, so to speak. But in conversing, it's like, okay, I'm not really sure what genre this is. This isn't really a poem. This isn't really just talking to somebody, but it's, it's words over a song you know, and it, it all goes together. It's speaking over a song. So in conversing, it's great because it's like, that's what this project is for. I could try it. Nice. And what else do we see? Have, do you have anything on the horizon for this year? So, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping to develop our, our live show again. I've been investing time into like basically working with visual elements that I've been able to kind of sit with. And I, I've been trying those out. If, uh, if you catch one of my live streams, um, I'll be incorporating more visual elements into those as well. That's a big component of what I've been working on. The Facebook reel, I had a question actually about that. So that is that yeah. is that kind of one of the things that you were talking about, like kind of like the, um, you know, the music and the visual imagery promotion? Part stuff. of it, yeah. Something I, I've heard is, is like, because we release so much music and, and, you know, we've only done one album, that, that people want to get like a sense of what conversing with oceans is. So this, this is like a way to be like, Hey, if you, you haven't heard us and you haven't seen what we've done, this is a quick thing you can watch. The other aspect of that is, yeah, that they are songs that, that, that I produced. That's essentially another element to this work production, the, the mixing and writing. So it's just, just a way to, I guess, kind of encapsulate what we've done so far. And even for me, it was just nice to look at that. And it's like, we're just always on to the next thing and not really appreciating the journey, not appreciating the, the development of the craft and, and, and things, things you've done and, and how far you've come. So I think that's, that's an important reminder, you know. Yeah, definitely. And are the, is most of the music on there, is that all your music? Is it other music that you yeah. produced for other people or is it just? Is... It, yeah, it's all, it's all conversing. Okay. It's all conversing stuff. Yeah. Very cool. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I I wish there was more. I wish live shows were going on right now. But, you know, I think listening to music is the next best thing. And it, it can be yeah. very uplifting. And I think it it's it's gotten me through a lot of tough, like tough times. Sure. <laughs> so. Oh, absolutely. That's my, my goal. Just get back out there. Other than that, I've really been focusing on the production end of things and, and really want to build my muscles there and, and see what, you know, what I could do, uh, which artists I could work with, who I could produce, who I could write for and think things of that nature. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty much, uh, it's a world of possibilities right now. 
It's neat. Have you um, started producing any artists yet, or is this just something on the horizon? It's, it's uh, something on the horizon. Yeah. So that, that's something I've been uh, I've been working on. Very cool. What do you think the future of concerts is going to be like? It's very interesting uh, to see how things are um, going <laughs> to change. I think this this year it's still very iffy. You know, I, I've seen friends that like you know are basically saying no no actual tours till next year 2022 2022 yeah i don't know then i see you know things being booked again for the fall what that actual concert i mean obviously they've had the drive-in concerts i think that's that's going to be a thing for for a little while obviously like social distancing has to be some sort of you know yeah yeah and and then i think a lot of that really depends on the vaccine rollout and how many people get vaccinated what the numbers are because the whole thing with this is it could change overnight, right? Yeah. Like with the new strains and everything else, it's like, it's so unpredictable. You know, I don't think anybody, as we were going into this thought, we'd be here a year later. I mean, I, I think I'd be kind of foolish to try to guess, guess how it's going to turn out. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just hoping for the best and, and we'll see, like take it one step at a time. I've seen, you know, during the summer, even there were outdoor concerts and people were playing outdoor shows where people were kind of distanced, you know, People had masks on. And so I think there's going to be much more of a market for that sort of thing. Maybe um, events doing more outdoor things and maybe limiting the crowd somewhat. But again, I, I don't I don't know what exactly that's going to look like or entail when it's back in, the, in full force. It's everything so uncertain right now. But we'll get there. I'm, I'm optimistic yeah. that I'm, ho- I'm hopeful that, that things will get better than they are now and perhaps even better than they were, you know, you know, just just the whole conscious movement toward what basically a virus can do to us and you know and how important hand hygiene is and all this stuff like on our health and 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 focus on what's really important focus on family focus on mental health a lot of things from this are are actually ultimately going to be good things it just sucks like it's devastating how we had to get there and more than anything just thank you guys for hanging in there and being strong and being there for one another during a difficult time like this keep checking on your friends keep checking on your family members check on your communities you know there's so many things that like i was saying earlier that grew out of this that are good as far as the power of human connection you know and and how much impact we can have on, Mm -hmm. on one another that's really been highlighted during this so just yeah, keep keep that going, and don't ever hesitate to reach out to talk if you if you need somebody to talk to. Definitely, yeah, I think that's something that's been really great from this. I hear a lot more about services and apps and things where you can talk to people, and even for me, I'm living with my husband, but I haven't really seen my friends. It's haven't isolating. done things, and it's it is it's very isolating. I'm I'm thankful that I can get outside yeah. and walk around. It's still weird because it's a year. Sure. I mean, I think like we were were hoping things would be better by this time but it's we just don't know it's the new normal i guess yeah exactly (laughs) exactly and we're all we're all still processing what happened while adapting to all all the changes is there anything else that you want to add where people can Um, find you yeah conversing with oceans anywhere you google you'll find our music our spotify we have a song coming out uh very very shortly I'm um, really pumped for this one because, again, it's just uh, di- different different from uh, the sounds I've been making. If you guys are working with any or, you know, have friends or, or hear of any nonprofit that, that are doing good work, feel free to, to send them my way. I, I've recently taken on like a, a, an advisor role within the nonprofit partnership organization I've been working with. 
Um, so that's really cool because it gives me an opportunity to not only bring awareness to nonprofits, but but also facilitate the process that selects a promising nonprofit and then is able to give them funding and structure. So feel free to send any of those organizations my way. Um, I think I'm really excited for that um, to, to, you know, kind of be a voice in that, you know, in that team. Other than that, yeah, just, you know, you could, you could find our music just about anywhere. Our, our main site is uh, conversingwithoceans.com. If you go there, that, that's pretty much the hub for everything. Um, we're on just about every, every social media platform. Yeah, we're, I'm, my, my goal is to release music pretty, pretty often this year. I don't have a set schedule for when I'm going to release what because sometimes it's like just inspiration strikes that I have to get something out or, uh, and other times I really like to take my time with things. But we'll, we'll be releasing music fairly regularly. I think that's a safe bet. I mean, that's it. I just, just wanted to thank everybody that's that's been supporting us throughout this time. You guys are so great. Music is just so powerful. It is. No, and thank you. Thank yeah. you. I'm, I'm honored that that we could be part of that for you. So. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I, I wish there was more. I wish live shows were going on right now. But, you know, I think listening to music is the next best thing. And it, it can be yeah. very uplifting. And it's it's gotten me through a lot of tough, like, tough times. Sure. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's... That's an understatement, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. Well, again, I appreciate you coming on and chatting no, with I, me. I appreciate this. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. Right. Be well. Bye. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you're interested in learning more about Conversing with Oceans, check out their official website, conversingwithoceans.com. If you're interested in discovering new artists, check out our website, eatsleepbreathemusic.com. Thanks so much for listening to the Eat, Sleep, Breathe Music podcast. To find new music and learn more about what we do, you can check out our website at www.eatsleepbreathemusic.com. 